Hey there, I'm Terry, and I'm the intuitive healer for folks who have anxiety and want to access their soul evolution and intuition. There's more than meets the eye here as we chat and hang out in these episodes that have spiritual, esoteric, multidimensional, somatic, quantum techniques, tools, and tips to help you get unstuck and move you forward in your day-to-day life. So join me in discovering your path to help you clear anxiety of the past, align your energy to the present, and create your new future. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to The Portal with Terry Huberman, another episode that we are watching, seeing, hearing, thinking, feeling, tasting all the things with the human senses. (laughs) We made it to another episode. Isn't that wonderful? And I'm really excited to bring you today's guest. For those of you who are watching on YouTube, you can already see the beautiful Yvette. Uh, For those of you who are listening, I wanted to introduce you to the declutterist. Ooh, yes, yes. So here is Yvette. She wrote a book called The Declutter Code, 10 Simple Steps to Clarity. And she shares reasons why most people keep themselves stuck in sabotage and suffering, struggle, separation, stress, all those things, those lower vibrational frequencies. And then guides you into decluttering the mental mess. So, so important. She's been featured on CBS News, Fox, LA Business Journal, Tiny Buddha, HuffPost, all the things, all the places and many, many more to come. And you guys, she's also a certified yoga instructor. So that is where and how she gets that mind-body connection. So I do want to introduce you to Yvette, the declutterist. Hello, Yvette. Hello, Terry. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm glad you're here. Um, you, So my avatar, the the people I mostly work with, they're spiritual empaths, very highly sensitive, and they have anxiety. Mm-hmm. And that frequency and that energy of anxiety puts the clutter into the mind. Oh, yeah. So um, I thought it'd be so great to have you on here and just share about your expertise and give any tips and all the fun things. As a matter of fact, this is if you don't mind if we can start here and then we'll see where we go. But your news, your one of your most news recent newsletters was about decluttering the calendar. Now, I don't think I think and I could be wrong. So if I'm wrong, anybody wants to call me out on it, they totally can. But most people, when they're thinking about decluttering, they're declutter they think about their space decluttering, you know, with like knickknacks and just like just making more room, I guess you can feel that energy flow when that happens. But I don't think most people think of their calendar being decluttered. Yeah. So I, I would love to just start out this conversation with that. Yeah. I mean, geez, the calendar is like a representation of our mind. It's like what we think we can do. We want to do it all because we want to have it all. So it's just going to be totally, I mean, our exterior world is totally representative of our interior, right? What's going on in here is showing up out there. And so I'm definitely of the mindset to declutter from the inside out. And then everything else really does 
lend itself to being easier to let go of, right? Because we're not attached to the stories. Um, and even energetically, not really, ha- we're not really charged by it, right? Because we were re- removed the hold it has over us. And so that's a lot of what my work is around. Um, but the calendar, absolutely. Just like with our our phones, right? How many of us have like 8,000 photos and we can't even upgrade <laughs> or we have to upgrade our storage just for yeah. the phone to stop talking to us every time yeah. we take a new photo. Um, that's just the way of this digital world. And so um, I definitely think decluttering the calendar has so much to do with what we're putting on our plates um, and what we're maybe not delegating, what we think is all just for us to do because it just won't get done as well with someone else doing it. Um, You know, whatever we're telling ourselves about that. Um, And then also just like how much anxiety, how much overwhelm, how much um, just charge we're putting into our day that we're not managing. We're not staying vigilant over. Um, So yeah, the calendar, huge, huge. I love how you keep saying charge in regards to the energetic attachment, because I mean, that's actually a fantastic, real fantastic way of describing anxiety because ultimately anxiety is energy. It's not a brain state. And a lot of people think that it's actually a brain state. It's not, it's excess energy in the body. So if you have too much of something, it's going to accumulate, build up and explode. And it does take a charge, which I guess you can call it like an ignition. It ignites something, right? So yeah, so it's, it's interesting because like, you know, when I think about my calendar in particular, I, I do still, I consider them silly things. I don't know, like. I don't even know if there's a a normal, but for example, one of my latest projects for this year, I said, I'm going to collaborate with other people and I want to really share resources and all that. Hence our collaboration. Yeah. So I, I do a a series of follow-ups, right? Just like anybody else will do a series of whatever. And I will put in my calendar, follow up with so-and-so on this day. And then I look at that day and I go, crazy because I'm like, oh my God, I have so much to do. And there's that charge, right? The reality is, is it takes two seconds for me to send a follow-up email, but it's there in my calendar and I'm freaking out. Yeah. So and I think a little bit of performance anxiety in that, right? Because it's like, right? Like it it wrapped in (laughs) wrapped in the anxiety around the the list what's all in, on, on our calendar is kind of like the performing it. Yeah. Right. Like even just the thinking of doing it is delaying us. Yeah. Anxiety. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't have children. I can only imagine a mom who is working full time has more than one child. It's almost like you need a calendar for, for each human that you care so and then if you have anxiety on top of that it's just amplifying or exacerbating that charge that that energy so yeah like you're a mom aren't you yeah so like what are you boys how many two toddler boys two toddler boys are they twins no they're not twins a year apart yeah, but they're pretty twins. <laughs> That's kind of twinsy. <laughs> I know. They're close enough. Everyone asks, are they twins? 
no, 18 months apart. Um, and my husband just is, you know, we're, I, I just in a house with boys. So it's just, it could be chaos, right? If my energy didn't kind of take the lead a lot of times. Yeah. Um, and that's really, I think how I show up. I have to one kind of respect the space that they're in. They all get to express themselves and be loud and run around and, and do all that stuff, husband included. And so I feel like, you know, I just kind of like know when I need to step back or I need to take a break. And this is about to do, this has to do with calendar, right? Because if I just need to step away from all the, the mayhem, then I get to, right? But it's like, I need to raise my hand. I need to communicate. And that's such a big thing about like schedule, right? Like I need to say, I, I need this. And it's come more into clarity for me about how I do communicate with my family, what I don't have to take on, um, what I can pass the torch to with my partner. Like, it's not just all about me. He can do some stuff too. Um, so that's a huge one. I mean, in a household with two boys and let alone, you know, three kids or whatever, Everyone's going to have their schedule, even as they get into extracurriculars, even more so, right? Sports and spelling bee, whatever it is, it's like, that's got to be on the calendar. And so I highly recommend share a shared family calendar. We have one. And so my husband and I put on the calendar our stuff that the other one should know about. I mean, even a podcast interview like this, when he works from home most days, needs to be on that calendar because- um, he needs to know like when I'm really not available, right? And there needs to be a buffer period. So communicating all those things means the expectations are set, right? Everyone's set up for success to help the other one find success and, be, and us be in support of that person executing at that particular time. Um, so there's so much to lay the groundwork for that a lot of times we get overwhelmed thinking of, well, how am I going to get my kids and my family to even care about my calendar? Well, this is how you do it. And you stay consistent at it. You show that it's important to you by doing it yourself, walking the walk. And they absolutely will fall in line, for lack of a better phrase, because it's just the it's the energy of the space. It's, it's the only thing I respond to. If it's not on the calendar, it doesn't exist, even for my own life. And so I really did have to train them to know, like, mommy doesn't work any other way. If if she did, it'd be chaos. It'd be, I'd be frantic. And I'm already a frantic worrywart. Like, I need less of that. And so here's how you're going to help me. <laughs> so communication's key. That's, I just, I, it could be because I'm single and I don't, have a partner or children, I never considered that. I mean, for again, from my perspective, I I know that CEOs or management will share their calendar with their assistants, but I, I don't know how many, maybe it's a more common thing where families share calendars, but that's so important. And I'm thinking about my sister who has two children about 18 months apart, same, same. <laughs> one boy, one girl though, not twinsies. <laughs> You know, and then her husband works and I'm just thinking, you know, and she's got doctor's appointments for all four of them. You know, it's like, there's so much and there's not, the communication is nothing like you're describing. I don't think that's a normal, typical kind of thing. So, I mean, I'm hearing you say that it's super important to have communication. It's almost like, wow. So this is coming through. It's a safety and security issue. If you think about it. Oh yeah. Because you're asking for a need 
and it hopefully will be get will get met by your partner. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, this can reveal so much. What if you have a partner you don't you can't work with? Absolutely. And I, there, there are areas of our lives where my partner and I don't work well together. Mm-hmm. Um, but that means we have not come up with an agreement in that area. It doesn't mean he's completely just incompatible with me. It's just in these areas, right? We've got these pockets of our lives and our and different expressions, right? That we can be one way in this group and a different way in our corporate setting, whatever. Yeah. Um, just, so just like we're multifaceted, so are our our spouses, our partners. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, we've got to meet them. This kind yeah. of like, not, I, I don't know. I think of like just finding the edges, right. That, that fit. And just right. knowing that the, the agreement that we've made is to have a calendar when it comes to where we're going to be every day on a you know daily basis. Um, I think your sister sounds like she's not handed enough off, you know, <laughs> or made it, made it plain that my, in order for me to function well and to be well and to feel good about my situation here in this household, I need to be able to rely on you with, you know, X, Y, Z. That might not be the case next year, but this year, maybe in this time, right, this phase we're in with toddlers, I need you to be, you know, help me with X, Y, Z. And, and if that's a, if there's some dissent there, then, you know, he gets to chime in and express whatever that is, whatever obstacle he's kind of seeing. Um, but if he knows that your well-being kind of relies on giving some stuff up, letting go, there's a good book by Tiffany Dufu called Dropping the Ball or Drop the Ball. And right. really excellent in like what we think we have to take on as mothers and not pass on. Um, I mean, it's crazy, right? It's just almost yeah. like in our, it's in our fabric. It's in yeah. our DNA. We don't really... Yeah. We haven't questioned the system enough. <laughs> no. Yeah. Some people do, but you know, a lot of people don't. They're just so in the system, you know, the mindset, it's the programming. And so it is hard to do everything. It really truly is. And I think what a lot of people need to learn and then when you learn it, you have to implement and practice it. So there's a, you know, <laughs> a two-step process here is that you can only be so good to other people, whether it's your family or whether it's your employees or your bosses or your friends or lovers or who or whoever, you can only be as good to them as you are to yourself. So when I'm working with my clients, I'm always telling them, you know, when you fly in a plane and right before you take off, they do the demonstration of those masks that fall down. They always say, put the mask on yourself first before your infant child. It's so weird. That's like so counterintuitive. I mean, you have <laughs> infant child and you're just going to be like, hey, cabin pressure, you can go get this kiddo. It's That's not the truth. But like, what good is a mom who can't fully operate to that child? So, uh, you know, it does start with us first. And we are, God, you brought up the you brought up the cat, like the the pictures and the photos on right? the phone, and I'm like, I never thought of that. I mean, cleaning and clearing all of that out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's the thing. Like one of the things, like I said before, it's like we there are the things that are obvious. You know, like your space, but it's always the smaller things because they add up to the bigger things, like 
your photo albums, your calendars, you know, even the the car, even your car, which is not like your home, but it's a like you were saying, representative of who you are as above, so below, as within, so without. So, um, God, you got me thinking about so many things. <laughs> I'm like, well, how can I rearrange my calendar? <laughs> Just well, so that even, I don't that. even, even, sorry to interrupt. Just yeah. to your point about um, how it adds up, right? It it's yeah. like our phone. At, it adds to our plate. Um, our client calls add to our like right. It adds to the chaos and the overwhelm, the burnout. But actually, and here's where mindset works comes in once again. Um, think of it actually as a derivative of the bigger picture. It doesn't only amount to the bigger picture, but it's also just a byproduct of the bigger picture, which is in here. Like we can only see and experience the world through the framework of our body, of our being, of our eyes, of our senses, right? And so all that interpreting that's happening Mm -hmm. as to what we experience sensory-wise is happening behind the scenes. And so, yeah, I might feel very, I'm in a a toxic relationship. I'm in a cluttered room and I just can't stand it. But that began a while ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That didn't just show up because, you know, piles of paper are stacking on your desk. Um, It was way back when, you know, and so thinking about that, it's kind of in maybe that even makes more people a little more anxious to know that they've got to start from within. Maybe it feels a little easier to, well, let me just tackle this closet. Um, But I'll I'll tell you this, it will never end. Well, the other aspect of that, so since we live in polarity and duality, what I try and do is, is find some peace in the fact that it will never end. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. right. And, and nothing permanent and absolutely permanent. always changing. Yeah. 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 So, you know, if, if I'm going to apply that to, let's say my calendar, or even just like, I'm looking around, there was a leak in my apartment in the, the ceiling. Cause it was like raining. And I'm like, my, ev- my room is very chaotic right now. You can't see it thankfully, but the couches are all over the place. And <laughs> the, the whiteboards here and the air conditioning systems there. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is not my space. This is not my space. But understanding that it's an evolution, like just us being human, our day-to-day experience is an evolution. It's a story that has chapters and it continuously plays out because there are some days I'll look at my calendar and I'm like, oh, I have no clients today. And then I'm like, okay, so I just have to do, you know, A, B, and C and that, ah, that charge isn't there. So, um, Leaning into the uncertainty mm-hmm. as much as we don't like it, um, if it, mindset is we can actually take some pressure off that way too. So um, it's just, it's all this is just so fascinating, but because energy influences energy, yeah, your environment your outside environment is gonna have some sort of impact on you. Oh, absolutely. They're so symbiotic, just like mind with body. Yeah. Absolutely. You're yeah. right, Terry. I and I think with um with the calendar and to your point about like, you know, no clients today, 
um, when you declutter your calendar, there is a lot of planning involved, right? There's looking at the week, getting ahead of kind of like what's going on this week. Um, I know I don't have clients this day because I never schedule clients that day, right? So blocking off days where there are no outward facing, public facing interaction. So I can maybe just hunker down, stay in and do some content writing or, right? And so my wavelength is on that. Yeah. And so for me, I like only, I try to, I have days where I'm, I'll be public facing or I'll shoot reels or something that feels a little bit extroverted, yeah. um, but not on all the days of the week. And so there is some reliability because I get to create my calendar. And so I get to own what I batch on which days, which yeah. Wednesdays are Wednesdays, weekends are completely out of the question. They're completely family days. I give myself no pressure to do anything work related. Yeah. Um, because it does, it does feel like pressure. Right. Yeah. And so, um, right. To keep our businesses running, working women as entrepreneurs or, you know, full-time employees somewhere or CEOs. Right. I mean, it, it, it does amount to like us owning what we can own right? Controlling what we can control, saying we're unavailable until 10 a.m. any day of the week, right? Because we've got our morning ritual and it, we do X, Y, Z in that time frame, you know, and, and for mothers, it's not that pretty. Morning rituals aren't. Um, <laughs> so we have to find where we can fit stuff in. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I love what you're saying because as it, it's, I felt my nervous system kind of soothe a little bit when you were saying because anxiety loves that because what you're doing is you're taking control. You're creating an outcome and a result. So you're like, I know what I'm doing on Monday. I know what I'm doing on Tuesday. So the anxiety is like, I love that. Give me more. Give me more. So it's actually you will decrease your anxiety by doing that. So taking control, um, I'm hearing you say take control. Um, yeah. Yeah. And right. And, and just own what you can own. Um, yeah. I, and even from a single perspective, right. The calendar can get filled up once we start dating and, yes. you know, and these rendezvous are like <laughs> any which way. Um, but, but stepping into that encounter with somebody new and holding true to steal those non-negotiables, still kind of what you don't budge on, try it, try yeah. it. I know the freedom of just wanting to be whipped or uh, what do you call it? Whisked away, yeah. right? Into romance is there. Um, but try it without losing that idea that when I do see him or her, I will be um, I, there. It will feel like sparks are flying, things yeah. like that. But try it in the in the onset to be a little bit, um, you know, I don't know, take pride in, you know, yeah. I don't schedule things on that time. I know yeah. I sound crazy, but you're, you know, but it's like, Hey, no false expectations. You knew this about me when we were dating. So now that we're married, I'm still like this, that kind of thing. It's um, management. It is, it is taking care of yourself. It it really is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a, it, I still feel, okay. It's a judgment. I get it. But I still feel that, uh, someone who has a family is, is probably, busier or at least has more on their plate. I, that may not be a fair statement. I'm sure single people are going to be like, no, Terry, you're wrong. And that's fine. It's just my perspective. It's just like, I I do think that. So I hear what you're saying and I have a yeah, but to it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. So what are like, when you personally declutter things, 
or declutter your life or the mental mess, what are your favorite things to declutter? Oh, oh, so, okay. So in my environment? Yeah, like, yeah, for you, either in your environment, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, like, what do you, I mean, I know it's weird to say enjoy because duality, right? Because some things we have to (laughs) and we don't necessarily want to, but just personally in your experience, like what are some of your favorite things to declutter for you in your world? Yeah. Um, Well, I would say I'd like organizing papers and and right and just like things I've collected because I still am of the paper generation and I still like paper and notes and post-its and things like that because for me that helps sort yeah some of the mental like burn um like I need to see something I'm visual so I need to have a post-it or I need my planner with me everywhere um but I also have the digital aspect of that so I think what I think I like to I don't know, get, get my papers and shred and, and go through mail. And just like, if I've got my little inbox here doing it, tackling, I think, I think that's probably my favorite. Cause it's probably the most, it's the, what I do every week. Um, just to make sure piles aren't stacking up. Yeah. I think what I hate the least is what I do also every day. And that's the kitchen stuff. And it's not fun, but it's also like a chance to just be mindful. And maybe it doesn't feel so much like work. Um, anymore. Uh, and that's probably why it doesn't feel like decluttering. It's just kind of like my process. Uh, but, but that's it. I mean, it's a fun question (laughs) with everything you have to start from like Marie Kondo says, right. Pull everything out. Um, as mothers who I think I agree with you, we're the busiest people in the world. I absolutely can't see any other way, but, um, it feels like we're the busiest in the world. And so the idea of pulling everything out onto the floor, I don't have a set time to, I don't have all day to give yeah. to this project. So for me, I've got to kind of pick and choose. It's just the closet today kind of thing. Um, and I highly recommend don't bite off more than you can choose. Cause then that's just going to add to the, the stacks and the pile and the clutter in your space and in your purview. Um, so it's a little, it's taking condo, but in like a minimalist way, like right. finding kind of your, your little small um, pieces to break off right of, of the big project but um and with everything it's pulling things out I call it the brain dump right when we do mental work mental sure. clarity work it's kind of like you just do a brain dump you get it all out and you keep that brain dump because down the line maybe two days from now you're gonna add more oh yeah <laughs> and you're gonna feel like I oh yeah I forgot that I forgot that so leave it out right just give yourself like a good three days to brain dump Um, And then it feels a little bit more like, okay, it's out of my head. So while I'm decluttering these piles of paper, I'm not thinking about all the things that I didn't put on my brain dump list um, because I can just focus on and be here now. So a lot of it is clearing the clutter. That's why I like to journal in the mornings, Um, clear the clutter, clear kind of the, just the headspace with all the stuff we've let um, percolate. And not compartmentalize. Yeah. And so we got to let everything rise to the surface. Um, we kind of put it to the side. And then from there, we get to pick and choose. This I can handle today. Yeah. This I'll put on my calendar. This I'll put in the in the time box area of like admin, right in my day. This is the admin work I'll do. And I'll plug in to that portion of the calendar. Yeah. It's, so like, it starts- it's like time blocking in a way. 
Um, you just brought up something which um, is is very interesting when you were talking about the brain dumping. Um, what I notice when I work with my clients a lot of times is that because there's that polarity and duality, people want to get to the to the happy part and not. And I get it because being in the not happy part sucks. Mm. It's painful. But I love your your brain dumping exercise, uh, you know, just getting everything out. Um, how would you, because I think a lot of times when people, they'll see the the BS, the, the not feeling good stuff, um, their body will most likely feel better because you are releasing energy by just writing out those ugly thoughts. But it's also authenticity. If you do it the right way, I feel like you don't BS yourself. You can get into that authenticity frequency. But people might dwell in it. And people might mm. be like, oh, I have this list. This is this is why I am the way I am. And they won't necessarily let it go. What would you, how would you tell not I don't know if the right way to say it is tell somebody to let it go, but how would you maybe direct them or su- what would you suggest to them to not live in their list? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say burn it. Oh, nice. Make a ritual out of it. Yes, girl. OK, start all over. Right. If we're so attached to this thing and yeah. it, it's like it's just treasuring all the superficial stuff in our lives. It's taking ourselves too serious, putting weight on things that really in the end don't matter. Um, And that is having that observer perspective, that arm's length distance from this list. If Uh, I can put it on the list, it's an object now I can control, right? Because I've given it no power over me to run my day and put me through the ringer. And this emotional roller coaster doesn't have that hold on me because it's just something now I can either delegate, delete, do, you know, and, and schedule it into my calendar where it fits best. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would. And I think if you get too hung up on even just, you know, the process of writing it out that you delay it, we're procrastinating on even brain dumping. Um, then it's almost like in, in a session, I'd have you sit down and do it with me. You know, it's almost like you, you need to be shown and, and proven to that, it can feel okay. It'll be okay. And in fact, it'll feel great when you yeah. <laughs> and start from scratch because it'll be there for you. I think what yeah. matters, like same, to, same when we talked about that analogy in the beginning, like it rises to the top, all yeah. that matters rises to the top. And if we can just experience that first few sips of coffee with the foam, that's the best part. That's the best part. And it's the best part. And so if I make a new cup of coffee every day, I get to experience that no fresh first taste every day. Yeah. And so it's like, it's like that. It's, it's not putting too much pressure on yourself that just cause I brain dumped it, I've got to do it all. Yeah. No, that it's a total shift in perspective. No, it's actually yeah. just what you think you have to do. Yeah. And thinking different than being. Yeah. And a lot of, yes. And a lot of times when you actually see it, that's when reality can come in and go, wait, this is not necessarily the truth. I perceived it as the truth, but it's not necessarily the truth. A lot of times people will, you know, like, especially these very spiritual people, or a lot of my clients are very empathic, highly sensitive, very witchy. They'll only do this maybe for full moon. Mm. You can do this every week, 
you could do this every day. I mean, every day might be a little much. I don't know. I I think you might, there might be a spiritual bypass if you do it every single day. But I think once a week would actually be a really great ritual to do, to release and and let go and just get out. Because it is that detachment. Once you're detached, you have clear observation. Then you're in truth. Otherwise, you're in distortion, you know, based on your programming, on your trauma, on all of those things. So I love that. Yeah, I think uh, I think we need to remind people that they can make it a a, a ritual for themselves, however they want to, whether they yeah. burn it. What I do is um, in my patio has like all of these, you know, like the bamboo tiki type stuff. I'm yeah. afraid to do fire because like I'm not I don't want to set it, you know, set up on fire uh, my patio. So I and this is what I also tell people when they travel, if you're traveling around full moon you, you take your list, you tear it up, you soak it in water. So I'll soak it in water. And what I do is like, so if you're traveling at a hotel, soak it in water and then flush it down the toilet. Cause the whole idea is to get rid of it. And if the paper is already soft, it's not going to clog the toilet. Um, And then what I do at home is I put it in the garbage disposal because it's already soft and it's like, bye-bye. And then I get to hear the grinding and I'm like, no. (laughs) They like get all of my senses involved if I can. Um, But that's a really great. Or if you have a shredder. Oh, a shredder. Yes. We (laughs) like that physical stuff. We humans love that physical stuff. Give us the evidence of the physical divine. Come on, bring it, bring it. (laughs) Absolutely. All the time. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And for somebody who might get overwhelmed, brain dumping a whole life's list, a life's to-do list. Just kind of keep it within the container of, you know, on Sunday night, I'm planning, I'm brain dumping for the week. And oh, so yeah, I, I know yeah. I can't do Disneyland this week. I can't fit in that travel plan. But maybe what I can do this week is, well, I can schedule, you know, summer vacation. Or, you know, I can start yeah. to work my mind around like what we're going to do for summer vacation. So, yeah, definitely can put some containers around when you do the big life brain dump list and you let it kind of sit at your desk so you can jot down as you go. Um, that's a life to do list. And that's kind of like, just keep that open and available for a few days. Um, and know that you kind of, you're just kind of making yourself aware, bring it to the surface. Um, what's got your attention, what's bottled up here, what's clogging pores, what's clogging organs, what's stopping, what's bottlenecking, right? The energy from just being fluid and flowing, um, that's what you're doing with this work. And so in and of itself is a process and it's a beautiful one. Um, so that can live and be its own thing and burn it when you want to. Right. But, but within kind of a week, uh, looking at a week or just even a day, like, what can I do today? I know I have this, 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 just writing it down is, is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, writing it down every, I actually think this is, and this is a personal thing. So, you know, if it doesn't resonate for anybody, it doesn't resonate for anybody, but I like the idea of brain dumping instead of journaling for me personally, I have a lot of anxiety that I like to work through. So it's going to come out as statements that, that my human is thinking. Um, Mm. So, um, that's just something, you know, that, that I, I think it would be better because like for, for some reason, and I don't know why, but journaling, I do feel like there has to be a certain way to do it. Like there's a perfectionism to doing it. And it's like, right. It has to start your diary Uh (laughs) or in a galaxy far, far away. 
yeah, I just, I don't want to do that. But if I could just be like, rrr, 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 it, it, it does the same thing energetically. It's all about expulsion. Absolutely. So what, uh, what was your, in terms of working with clients, what's been your fit? Oh, this is so weird to say, but what's been your favorite case? <laughs> <laughs> What has been like your favorite win with working with client? Like what was, if if you even have a favorite, because like for me personally, it's hard to just choose one transformation, but is there one? And you know, what, what, what was it? It is tough. It's tough to choose. Um, it, I think on the level of anxiety, I'll choose one there. Okay. And it has to do with um, one of my clients starting her business and delaying it for a good year, but we were actively working on it. But what was deeper than starting a business was the anxiety around showing up in public again, Mm. because before she was a dancer, got injured, got, had some, you know, uh, not mental health issues that took her off stage. And so to come back into kind of this public facing entrepreneur, because she had you know, big dreams for groups and communities that, that she wanted to erect. Um, it's like, she was taking that experience and like, man, I've got to be that big and bold again. Um, we had to work on like, well, let's look at that. Let's look at what happened before and how you showed up. And, um, what did that mean to you? What does that prove about yourself? And, and then also breaking down, brain dumping what she thinks she has to do for business. And, you know, what is, what's, um, what feels bigger than it really is and how can we break that down into these baby steps yeah. because business doesn't have to equal burnout. Business absolutely has baby steps built yeah. in. And if we grow slow, we grow steady, we grow smooth and it's sustainable. And um, that's really what, I mean, cause there's still a lot of anxiety around even just putting up a website for her. So working through that and seeing the the website launched seeing the the emails that she sent out to promote it and and watching her kind of like just light up like I did that you know and and I'm on the other side of of the girl who feared even doing that right but it was so accessible because I broke it down right I don't tell them what to do oh. I tell my I work with my clients to come up with their own solution yeah. for yeah. where they're stuck And it was her discovering like, okay, I can, well, you know, I'll break it down like this. And what do you, every week we're talking, do delegate, delete, you know? So what are you going to do this week? And why is that? You're telling me a a commitment that is just, it sounds really big. Like even for me, like it needs to, let's break it down a little bit more. And, and so it is new muscles to, to trump, I think the anxiety that's in the way and making something bigger than it is. Yeah. Feel scarier than it is. Um, so I would say that that's a huge win for me because ah. she, she's an entrepreneur and she's claiming it. And, you know, whereas before it was like not a thing wow. she would, she would be saying about herself. There is something really beautiful in watching transformation. Don't you think so? Have you, I mean, do you, I'm the, I do this. I I can't believe anybody else who's not connected. And I know you're connected. I could feel it with every fiber of my being to like, it's not even just like a higher power. It's connected to humanity, to other people. But do you learn from your clients? Oh, every day. They teach me all the time. Yeah. It's, it's so beautiful. It's, it's, 
I'm learning all the time through them. I'm evolving through them. And so, I mean, I think that's the only reason why I think it's so beautiful to watch the transformation. And, and, and do you also experience this where you might be going through some situations or challenges at a specific time where there's a circumstance and you pick up a new client and guess what their challenges and issues are? It's like <laughs> a mirror reflection and you're like, oh, this is going to be fun. And I'm saying that sarcastically. <laughs> right. Do you get that? You, like, does that happen to you? Oh, yeah. It's either something I'm currently facing no, I'm going to face or faced in the past. Right. And my job is like, not to be like, well, I'll tell you what I did, Yeah, you yeah. know, but still kind of just stay present with like, oh, I know this is breakthroughable, you know, yeah. and just kind of hold that space for them. But it's very much like, I'm always a student learning and the teacher always appears for me. And it's just like, in whatever shape, way, form, like it's, I'm open to the discovery, right? Because I think it, they are mirror reflections of us and I, and us them, right? Because that's why they found us. Yeah. That's why we're now tribed up. And, and it's absolutely like it, it's just this symbiosis. It's, it's a beautiful little dance that we get to do. I know. And that's why I don't like, I don't like thinking of business as transactional because I mean, and it's not so much e-commerce. I know it's hard to separate if you're selling like products and cosmetics or things yeah. like that, but it's so not transactional and, and it, some aspects of it is absolutely, right. but like getting into, um, into the space with somebody and like really breaking it down, breaking down walls, even that they have up with you at first. Yes, um, they do. <laughs> they sure do. Oh, they do. Right. They're like, wait, I paid you for this. And hmm, how are you going to help me? And <laughs> Yeah, until we get to them. No, I'm kidding, you guys. I'm I'm kidding. No, but the that it the transaction is not really transactional. It's it's exchange, and that's because energy influences energy. And I think there comes that point in the relationship when you are working with with clients that they start to see that you, they are affecting you, and that they do have like value to you. Like they do, they, they finally feel heard, seen, witnessed, you know, and it does take some time. It absolutely does take some time, but it's just, it's, I can't, I don't, I, I have this problem where I often, it's just cause I'm so emotional and I'm so feely where I cannot put human words to, to what I feel. I wish I could hmm. To everybody who's watching, or even to you, or listening, even like how to describe that feeling, but I can't. Um, but I will say, watching the evolution is just—it's just beautiful. There's no other word that I know how to describe it. Yeah, don't give it a word. Like yeah, let it let it exist, to. right? Yeah. Don't like make it smaller by needing yeah. to define it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So you know when you know it, you know when you feel it. No, that's that saying. If you know, you know. It's like you don't even need to know. You just know. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I'm sure I. I sure I'm sure my husband gets so upset with me because I process so much. Yeah. That I'm so quiet a lot of times. If I'm just kind of letting him be, or if yeah, I had a client that day that just kind of resonated with me, and I'm thinking about that, or something I 
you know, watched on YouTube, whatever it is, it's like, I'm kind of processing. And so I'm quiet. And I'm sure he's just like, what's going on with you? But that's just how I am. Look, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's actually a very feminine energy thing because you're being, you know, and masculine energy loves that. They love it. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's great. So I do have one last parting question here that I decided I was going to start asking my guests um, because I'm curious to hear different perspectives. Um, what in your, in, it's, it's a big question. Okay. So <laughs> okay. like, just do your best. I, don't feel pressured or, you know, you probably will, but try not to. <laughs> what do you think personally? So you can tie it into either the work that you do or just you as Yvette. Um, what do you think the meaning of life is? Mm. It's a biggie. I know. Yeah. That's a good one to ask. Yeah. Um, we often want to know. Yeah. But it's when the questions like put on us and we have a chance, the space to really respond. Um, I do think the meaning of life is to feel good. Mm. And I think we've come into this life in, in, in iterations and, and, and we've chosen to come as this person, Yvette, in, in this work and, you know, with this plight Um and its perspective and its personality. And we've come into this world and we've chosen to be her. Yeah. And, and in that, find how to feel good. Yeah. Find that with all the obstacles, know that it's just a game. Know that I just get to experience, experiment and experience this because I chose to. And in the next life, when I'm some gorgeous model who's five nine and I'm walking the runway in these amazing product clothes um that I sometimes wish I should be uh, or want to be then I know I get to be her yeah and so and, and in that there's even drama right like finding the feel good in in whatever celebrity means right or finding the feel good in in b playing sports you know because I chose to be this Brazilian football player and you know, like, so I think, I think that is really what it is and, and not taking ourselves too seriously, not wrapping our whole identity up in this. Cause we know we're not that, but we chose this avatar for this game and we're playing it behind the scenes. And as long as we can stay observer detached from kind of the, the punches and the bruises and the the things that we face and we can live in the moments of like what this feels like and the sensory experience is over joyed like kind of I don't know representation of the divine like we are here to experience that and like find it in the face of your child and just be like oh my god this is everything um that is the meaning of life I love that mic drop. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Well, Yvette, I want to thank you for coming onto the portal here and sharing all of your wisdom and having this really fun exchange. I hope you had fun. I had a lot of fun connecting and hanging. I kind of look at these as like, you know, just girls nights. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, like just like, <laughs> yeah, this is that fun. Um, so if absolutely not every podcast host is like you, so own oh, that. That is beautiful about you. you. I, I I appreciate that. Thank you so much for saying that. So if anybody wants to work with you, which you guys, I highly, highly 
recommend. How would people get in touch with you? Um, Declutterist.com is a good um, place to start. And um, at Declutterist on all the socials, socials. you'll find me and like, you know, how any, anything I'm, you know, promoting at the time, any, any work I'm doing that you can be part of work with me, um, you'll find it on there. I will also make sure that in the show notes for this, all of your contact information is there in case anybody missed that. So people will still be able to find you. And I just wanted to thank each and every one of you who are watching or listening to this episode of The Portal. Please, please like, subscribe, share, rate this episode. The algorithms work. We're like, if you actually sort of like participate, they'll show it to more people. And Yvette has some really great information So it'd be really nice to be able to share that with more people. So please like, subscribe, share, tell people about this episode. And uh, thank you to everybody watching and listening. And I will see you guys on the flip side. Bye. Well, our time in this now moment together has ended, but another now moment is on its way. Thank you so much for joining me in this human journey and listening to this podcast, The Portal with Terry Huberman. I sure hope you're getting something out of it. I'm here to help you clear anxiety from the past, align your energy into the present, and help you create your future. My prayer for you is to find the peace and calmness in any given now moment so you can recognize when blessings are afoot and you get to choose your next adventure. Be curious and stay connected. You can always find me at terryhuberman.com. Bye now.